Um, I'm thankful for you all this morning. Look at your neighbor and says, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> I really am. Because we can have a lot of empty, more empty seats if you weren't here. And we know there's a lot of sickness going around, a lot of things happening. People couldn't be here today. So, but we are thankful for those that are here today. Uh, let me welcome the internet folk, the family outside of New Creation Fellowship that tunes in, that's able to listen to us. And we thank you for being here, family. We thank the Facebook family that listens on Facebook. We praise God for you. Thank God. Aren't we glad for them, church? <clears throat> now, do me one last favor before we get into the Word of God. Turn to your neighbor and says, you're looking pretty good. Especially in the condition you're in. <laughs> thank God, thank God that he's with us. Title of the message, if we could put a title to it, God's healing power. God's healing power. How many believes that God's still the healer? Amen. He's the only healer. He's the only one that can heal. I've said it time and time again, doctors are great. Thank God that he gives them knowledge, but God knows your body. He's created it. He knows how to take care of it. He knows how to kind of put things in order, restore it back to the, the level that it needs to be. But open your Bibles, because I'm not going to keep you too long, because we do want to do some things for the folk that are going through some issues and areas in their lives, have been for a while. We've seen some people attacked by the enemy because sin brings forth those things that are not, and sin is still in the area of this world, and it brings forth sickness. And God wants to be that healer for you. Matthew chapter 8. Go to verse 5. Very familiar scripture, very familiar story of a centurion that came to know the Lord Jesus Christ. Stand for the reading of God's word, if you would, please. Jump down to verse 10, but we'll have you be seated, then we'll go back to verse 5. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not in Israel. Say this with me, great faith. This is one portion people talk about faith, but Jesus pulls out something, great faith, something that brings out a connotation that the faith was not just a normal believing. It was great in that regard, you may be seated in his presence. Go to verse five. Let's get the story where it needs to be. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, Capernaum, a centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. If you study it out, he was on the verge of dying. Verse 7, And Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof, but only speak the word. Speak a word, and my servant will be healed. 
For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith. Not even in Israel. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, go your way. And as your as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Aren't you glad that we have areas that God can bring about stories of healing? Because God wants you to be healed. How many believe it's God's will for you to be healed? God does not want you sick. God doesn't want you in that realm because when you're sick, you really can't function like he desires you to. You want to be out of that realm of not being sick. We see that from this area, this is a spoken faith because we see that the centurion says, just speak the word. How many knows that Jesus is the word? The Old Testament teaches that God sent his word to heal. God sent his word to set free. God sent his word to bring deliverance. Jesus is the word. Say, he is the word. Speak the word and it shall come to pass. You must believe. Notice what the centurion did. Many have heard it before, but he said, just speak the word, Jesus. You don't have to come. Speak the word. How many believes those that are not here today? If we speak the word, the word can go there. Thank God that we can see God do some mighty and wonderful things. He wants to. He desires to. He desires for you to step in that realm. Something I noticed that not only the spoken word, but the authority of the word. Because he brings it out in a sense saying, look at this. You, I'm a man under authority, but I have authority. It's been given to me. He looks at Jesus saying, you are in authority. I'm under you, in other words. You speak the word. It's got to happen. Let me encourage you this morning that God wants to speak into the lives and into your life to let you know, I have all things. He's the author and the finisher of everything that we look to. The author and finisher of my faith. We must believe what God says. Believe what he wants to do in your life. That brings about a thing of recognizing because he said great faith, not just a regular faith, not just a faith that says, yep, he'll do it. But he says great faith because I don't even have to go, but I can speak it. Let me put it to you another way. If you pray, your prayers are not just going up to the ceiling. Your prayers can go and intercede for those that need or have a need that needs what God wants to do in their lives. Believe. 
Go down to verse 16 and 17 of the same chapter. Verse 16, when evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a, what? Word. And healed all who were sick. Verse 17, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. The one thing I notice when people get sick, they can't fend for themselves. They are so in a place of distraughtness that their believing is not there. You need someone to step in that gap. This centurion stepped in the gap and Jesus looked at him and he says, the one you're stepping in the gap for, let it be as you believed. When he got home, that servant was well. One thing with believing, you speak it. It's a word spoken out. His word became flesh and dwelt among us. When you speak the name of Jesus, you take on everything that Jesus has authority over. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and in earth. The Bible says that Jesus took those stripes. The word took the stripes. He was bruised. He was wounded that I may go free. Healing belongs to the children of God. Healing belongs to me, to you. No matter what you're facing, God is the healer. God's healing power wants to flow from the heavenlies. Notice what we says. Many were healed after sunset on the Sabbath. God says, I want to bring rest to those. I want to restore those that needs it. But he says that this might be fulfilled, what the word said. There's another story we read, and as I lay down the, the groundwork of understanding God's healing power, is that it's the spoken word, the authority of God's word. But there's an area where you need to touch the things of God, that God can touch you. There was a woman that was coming into a crowd, and Jesus was there. And this woman, we say that she had an issue of blood that she had a flow of blood that wouldn't stop. It's a female issues that was going on. She went to the doctors like many people do. But soon afterwards, the doctors can only go so far. She spent every bit of money that she had. She had no more. She was isolated because if you look in the Jewish sect, she could not even get out. She had to say, I'm unclean. But what she said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment. God is the healer, church. We need to look to the spoken word. Speak that I am healed. Say that, I am healed. The authority of God's word. Have faith in Jesus. Too many times people don't have faith in the word of God, but they have faith in the doctors and the doctors can only go so far. You need to trust who Jesus is. The centurion went to Jesus. 
He didn't go to the doctors. He went to Jesus because he knew the high physician. This woman had done everything she could in her own power, but yet grew worse. She said, if I can just touch him, this is touching faith, speaking it out and believing God, but then touching Christ where you have your need. You need to reach out and touch him. She got in position down where she could reach to him which is the lower part of a garment where she can touch the him. That means she was in position to receive. She touched the savior, touched the one that brought healing. God's power comes from the spoken, but the touching also. We need to reach out and say, claim it and touch the savior, touch Jesus, the deliverer. He is the one that brings a healing church. He is the one that wants to restore you back. The Bible says that he looked at her because he stopped. You can read it because in Matthew 9, you can read about the story. Said that your faith has made you well. But he called her daughter, stepped into a different realm. Your faith has made you well. She touched him. Notice that we see from scripture, the spoken to the touching, but in the same few verses, there was a ruler of the synagogue that came to Jesus. My daughter, when you come to your family, I tell you what, you want to do everything you can to keep them safe, to keep them where they need to be. His daughter was at death's door, death's door, and she was about to die. She was about to give up. He understood that his only daughter, he come to Jesus. And here's another aspect of believing for your healing and God's power and healing. He asked, he asked Jesus. The one thing sometimes we hesitate is asking the father, God, somebody else is worse off than I am, but Jesus still wants to touch you. Amen. This person asked that the daughter's life be restored. What did Jesus do? Did he say, no, you're of a religious group. Jesus, he did not refuse faith. We have the spoken, we have the touching, and now we have the asking. We need people to start asking Jesus for a lot of areas in our communities because I'm telling you, he's the only answer. Amen. He is the only answer. Yes. Amen. Parts of me, people look into other things and areas. He asked by faith that Jesus would come. Jesus didn't hesitate. Even when she passed away, Jesus went into the house and he brought life back to that girl. Said, I'm not going to be long today. But I do want to bring some things because as God led me a couple weeks ago to do some things, today we're going to take this at what the word says. Go to Psalms chapter 103. Establishing some more things from God's healing power and understanding what we must believe. Psalms 103 verse 1. It says this, bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his 
holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not his benefits. Who forgives all your iniquities? Who heals your, all your diseases? Say, he's the healer. But what he's looking for, those that will believe that God will heal. That will believe he will restore. That will believe he'll bring back to you what needs to, that was taken away. Because sickness takes away some things. But God wants to restore. The reason why sometimes people says, well, Jesus won't heal because I'm in sin. Wrong. We see from when Jesus was walking on this earth, he touched many people that were in sinful states because Jesus brought healing. He took the stripes upon his back that we could have healing. The one thing we must understand, God is the healer. Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals. Say Jehovah Rapha. The God that heals. He is the God that heals. And so don't forget his benefits. Don't forget all these things that he's talked about. For who heals all my diseases? He does. Go, to, if you would please, to Isaiah 53. Verse 4. says, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are, what is that? By his stripes, by his wounds, by his bruising. Jesus brought healing because of being obedient. The Bible says in verse four, smitten by God smitten by God. Jesus was smitten by God. We notice that God wants to bring back to creation. And if Jesus is God, the God man, the God man had to take upon himself everything that sin brought. Sin brought sickness. Sin brought disease. Sin allowed things to come in. But Jesus come that those things could be done away with. Thank God we see from Psalms. It says that he is our healer. He is our deliverer. And then we see in Isaiah where that he was smitten by God and afflicted by God. Most of you mothers and fathers would not allow your child to be afflicted. But the Bible says it pleased God, if you go any further in Isaiah 53, it pleased God to afflict his only begotten son. It is not God's will that you be sick. 
I'll just be plain. It is not God's will that you be sick. Never did God want you to be sick. Now, does things come upon us? I understand that. But God is the healer. He wants to bring deliverance. He wants to bring everything that you have. And this season, we must understand, Jesus came and he was born, but he died and rose again that we can step out of the realm of sin and sickness and things that keep us bound. Sickness binds you up, keeps you from moving. But Jesus wants to restore you back to life. He says, everything I speak is not only words, but it's spirit and it is life. That's what he spoke to this world. When he took those stripes, he was looking at you and he says, I want you healed. God's healing power came through Jesus. We are healed. But I like what the New Testament says in 1 Peter chapter 2. It says some good things. What happened, what Jesus said in verse 24. It says this. Let me read it to you. Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. Past tense. Old Testament says are. New Testament says were. I like that. We need to step in and claim what God has. God's healing power is in what Christ done on the cross and before he went to the cross. Christ's healing power comes through this, that he died, but he took those stripes that I can have. Those, what did he do that for? Because when you get hit, it feels like your, every bit of your strength is gone. You feel like you're weak. You feel like you can't make another step. Sometimes even mentally, you can't even feel like you can operate. Your emotions go up and down. Fear hits you. What's going to happen? But Jesus come to give us healing. Spirit, soul, which is your mind and your body. The total man. We must believe him that he wants to heal. Say, he's my healer. These stripes that he took, I've said they were wounds. They were bruised, but they were deep cuts. They went to the heart of the issues. Every disease that man has ever gone to, Jesus took those diseases, took the sickness, took everything that man is going to face upon his body. We need to step in the realm and claim what God says belongs to me. Sometimes I think we live below our privilege because we really don't believe what he says. We really don't believe what the word of God is telling us. Pastor, you know how I'm feeling, but I know what the word says. I know what he tells me that I must stand upon. I may not feel 100% right now, but if I keep standing on the word, watch what happens. As you speak it, God will speak it back. That's where that we find in this realm that those deep cuts were taken for you, that you don't have to be afflicted. You don't have to have that. You can step in that realm. Far too many people are living below the privilege that belongs to them. I'm looking around and seeing so many that have gone through some things, but it's time we step up into the realm and say, God, I believe. Amen. 
It goes back to that where the centurion says, just speak the word. You don't have to come. Just say it. If I can just touch where he's at. You know what touch means? I reach out and I can feel something. I can feel him next to me. I touch that area. You know what faith does? Touches God. That's pretty much what we're saying. It touches God at the heart of the issue. Because when the woman got up, the flow of blood stopped immediately. That was a miracle to her. Jesus said, your faith, you reached out and touched God at the heart of the issue. If you would reach out and say, God, I believe you. Help my unbelief. I don't know and understand everything, but help my unbelief. Then we've seen this man that was a ruler, he asked. Some people feel like they're unworthy. No, Jesus made you worthy. Because of his sacrifice, he made you worthy. Now, this is where we're going to take the word and put it into practice. Go to James. And before we do that, I want all the elders to come. It's in the house. All the elders come up front. Brother Nathan, let this be on the overhead then. I want you to come after you do that. James chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. You're moving awful slow, guys. Just get up here. Verse 14 says, If anyone among you, if any among you that are sick, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over them, anointing him or them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he, it will be forgiven. Now, we're going to take the word because he put a lot of trust in us to speak his word. And by that, they don't have to be here to receive what God has. We don't have to have them this. We can reach out by faith and lay hands on them where they're at. And right now, we've got some that are sick this morning. Some has been battling with one thing or another. It seemed like the enemy is doing his best to try to hinder the work, but I'm here to declare from the word of God, they shall rise. Amen. They shall rise. They shall be lifted up because of not us, because we trust in the one that brings those things to pass. His name is Jesus. Amen. So what I want you elders to do, Put some oil in your hands. Church, if you could stand over the building. And before we launch out over the airwaves and over the areas, we don't have to be the airwaves. We can let it go in the very atmosphere and touch those that's not here. They can't even hear through the airwaves. Those that are sick, I want you to come.
If you've been battling things, I don't need you to come. Stand up here, if you would. Stand up real close. Elders, I want you to lay hands on them, and I want you to speak over them by what Jesus took. By his stripes, they are healed. I want you to speak into their lives right now that God's going to bring forth the healing touch. We're going to ask, we're going to believe that God would touch, and we're going to speak the word. Those three areas we see from Scripture, speak, touch, and ask, and we're going to believe God do what he says. If you would, lay hands on right now those that are sick, that has been battling some things. Sure. 
and touch my soul. Now something wonderful happened, and now I know He touched me. messages pray for us pray for us we're going through this we're not feeling good in our bodies pray for us we're going to believe God to reach out to wherever they may be that God's going to heal so I want us to join together church that we can pray for those outside the walls that God would release his healing power his touch that God would raise them up so they can get back to do what God's called them to do brother Nathan would you lead us in that prayer brother Yes. Yeah, we're going to pray for all the sick ones. All the ones that need to be All those. 
God, we just thank you right now, God, that you are in this house. But God, not only are you in this house, that you are there in every midst of everyone that has a need this morning. God, I just thank you right now, Lord, that you are just moving upon each and every area. God, upon those that are afflicted in their body. God, I just thank you right now, God, that, Lord, by the authority given to us by Jesus Christ, that they shall be healed this morning. God, I just pray for those, God, that they would just move beyond this sickness in their body. And God, that you would just by your stripes that they shall be healed. God, no matter where they're at, no matter where the, they are in their walk with you, God, that, Lord, that they would have the faith to call upon you, that they would have the faith to be restored in their body. And God, I thank you right now, God, that you're moving upon them right now in the name of Jesus, God. Lord, that those that would call upon you, that they shall be healed, that they shall be delivered, that they shall be renewed in their body. And God, I thank you for what you're getting ready to do. God, not only in this place, but God, that it is already done, that it's past tense, that God, that you've already dispensed it. God, if we would only ask, if we would only seek you, God, that there is healing in the midst of seeking you. God, I thank you for what you're doing right now, Jesus, for those that are afflicted in our own body, God, and for those that are listening, God, Lord, that your supernatural healing would go upon them right now. God, that you breathe upon them right now. Holy Spirit, refresh them right now. God, by the Jesus' stripes that they shall be healed. And God, I thank you, Lord. I praise you for the victory this morning, God. I thank you that you are the healer, that you are the one that brings refreshing and renewing. And God, I thank you for what you're getting ready to do, God, and who you are in Jesus' mighty, wonderful name. Say it's done in the name of Jesus. Hmm. Now, Many of you, you may be facing certain things, but you need to stand on what we have just done today, that God will finish. God spoke to me a while back. He says, the church has been under affliction and been hit, and not only to us, but other ones. And God says, they must understand who I am. I am the healer. Yes, I am the God that sends forth healing. Amen. He heals all of our diseases. Yes. Thank God. Thank God for that. Now, as you make your way back to your seats, <laughs> Brother Joe, you got something you want to say, brother? <clears throat> you just look anticipating to let's go, let's go, let's do it. <laughs> 